This week's podcast is brought to you once again by Zenith Wealth. You know, you may think that financial planning is only for older people, but it can be valuable for individuals at all stages of life. At Zenith Wealth, we help clients through their 20s right through to their 70s and beyond, working with them to make sure their dreams come true and they have a life they love. So, you want to find Zenith Wealth? Go to zenithwealth.com.au or drop into the office and say good day to Kelly, Leanne, Danny, Corey and Grant and the team. They're at uh, 50 Marine Terrace, South Burnie or 56 Best Street, Devonport. Zenithwealth.com.au Welcome back to the very first podcast for 2021. Get the know-how. You're here with Grant and Giovanna. How are you, Grant? Great to be back in the hot seat again this evening. Oh, you are in the hot seat today. Always Uh, in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat because... Why am I in the hot seat? You're in the hot seat because uh, the guest sitting next to you... That's uh, right. uh, And and if I could paint a picture for everybody, if if this was a television program... A slight technical issue. We've had a microphone go down. <laughs> we have had a microphone go down. So, <laughs> of course, we could have uh, we could have thrown the towel in. We could have packed up and gone home and said, "Look, let's just not no. record." But that's just com- not who we are. We're not, is it? It's not, it's who, not we who, are. who we are. We're committed, and so as a result, G is sharing the microphone. I am with our guests. With I'm our guests and uh, to share one's microphone. You must sit very, very close, and they're getting very, very comfortable at the We're moment. We're very cosy at the moment, but, yeah. we, you know, we, we've been cosy before. I, <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything, uh, guys. <laughs> no, uh, don't as, long as, anything. as long as she's had a COVID test on. Yeah. Yes, I've had a COVID test. I've had Several. two COVID tests. So oh, I'm, fantastic. I'm good to go. I'm good to you go. You should be good to go. So perhaps we should introduce our, our guest. probably a good idea. So yep. at this podcast, as you know, we, uh, we have a theme where we like to uh, interview ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things. Jeez. Um, and today we're really excited because we got someone local here in the studio. Yes. He is a musician. He's well known to people in the uh, state of Tasmania where we live. Maybe not so well known to our mainland counterparts and certainly our overseas listeners. Although he has played in America before, so Although we can talk to him about in, that as well. well so actually, he's an international star, actually. A- actually, we can talk about because I have also sung in America. <laughs> oh, here we oh, go. Well here done. we so, go. So uh, we can talk about that. <laughs> Have you played in Istanbul before? No, but I've played the song Istanbul. <laughs> right, okay. Several times. It's a good song. I sang Sweet Home Alabama in a bar in uh, Istanbul, Turkey. You've got to introduce the guest first yes, before yes, you start yes. talking about your, yes, sorry. your singing so, antics. <laughs> our guest today is none other than the wonderful, uh, handsome Clinton Hutton. Give him a round of applause. Give Clinton him Hutton a, needs a round, round of applause. applause. That's me clapping. That is, that is given. Here we go. Let we me tell you, friends. We've got to do better than that. Come on, here we go. 
There we go. <laughs> How good is that? How's that? Welcome, Clinton Hutton. Or was Grotty. that good? Was that welcome. Good? You guys are scraping at the bottom of the barrel now when you got to start <laughs> ringing me at the 11th hour to come over and have a chat. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching... Um, I was watching some what documentary watching? on uh, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Clint, we had actually spoke about this previously. Yes, and I bumped into you on the yes. main street and I said, Clinton, you need to come in and do a podcast with us. And he I said, knew it was coming. I'd love to. But and here he is. To be fair, we did give him the last minute call up. We did. And how awesome and is like it? Like a champion, he's here and he's bought his guitar and he's here. He's bought with his him. guitar. I'm very excited so about that. So we might too, be able to get a song yeah, or two out definitely. of him, or at least half a song or a line or something. Um, out of a song, out of a oh, song. Oh, okay. I'm so glad you re- sort of rectified that situation. Thank you. That came out really bad. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing in hysterics. Even the audience is laughing at that one. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's a, enough of the uh, the sound effects. I yes. haven't really used that one before, have I? So, Clinton, how are you? I'm very good. Grant, yourself? Yeah, but I am wonderful. Excellent. I am wonderful. And well, G's well, too. What do you, what so do you guys good. want to talk about? Oh, Grotty, well, obviously we're big fans of yours and um, you've played all over Tasmania. And I said to Grant today, you know, when we we're talking about getting you on uh, the show, I was like, you know, Grotty's, or Grotty's your nickname, um, has been all around the state, especially of late. Um, you've just been playing everywhere. And I guess you want to talk about your humble beginnings, I guess, like where it all began. I mean, your parents are farmers, obviously. Um, so, yep, so just, I guess... Is it obvious it that start- his parents were farmers? Yeah, it's so well, obvious. Not really. Or did you, not really. Did you know, did you know Obviously that? to me, I knew. Yeah, I know, you knew. I know they the live family. on a farm. Yeah, they live okay. on a farm. They, they drive tractors. That's a <laughs> farmer, isn't it? Um, and I guess just a, 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 if we can hear a little bit about you, got in how you got to, to be where you are today. That's what so we're after. Let's go from the beginning. Let's go from high school. Yes. What happened straight from Grotty. school? I was born in 1979. <laughs> you're only so young. I just you're only a, you're only a baby. And uh, I have uh, two lovely parents, Dale and Sandra Hutton. Let's give them a shout One of them's out. a mad Geelong supporter. Yep. The other one's a mad Hawthorne supporter. Yep. They both don't really get into music much. They uh, love but they your love music, their sport, though. They love your but music. there's nobody really in the family apart from my nan's side that um, were into this sort of musical uh, thing, I guess. So I'm, none of my siblings really got into it, although my brother would say he's an amazing singer. But he's not. Big Sorry, shout Tristan. out to Tristan. But um, yeah, I just uh, kind of getting into music. I just uh, grew up in that era of the eighties where you had the tennis racket out in front of the the mirror. Oh and, yes, uh, I remember. Get, those and days. Uh, Whispering Jack and all them amazing albums. So I always had a love for music, and it wasn't until I got to grade seven, eight that I really started hearing Metallica and Pearl Jam, all them incredible yes. bands in the early nineties, and seeing my friends. Uh, Playing, I thought, yeah, I want to do that, yeah. and um, that's where it kind of really took off from there. Now the early nineties has inspired many a musician mm-hmm. because yeah, uh, I yeah. got into my first band um, essentially at the same time in the early early nineties. I'm a little bit older than you, Grot, mm. not not too much older, but um, you know, highly inspired by Pearl Jam Ooh, yeah. and Nirvana, and um, I can remember uh, watching Rage. And I saw the film clip for Alive by Pearl Jam and I went, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Good film clip. What yeah. is this song? Um, and it has is, it is inspired uh, many a musician. Uh, to me, the best time for rock music, the best genre was the grunge era, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, that's you okay. may 
have no. have a different opinion, but um, I think all the all the scenes have important roles. If you think the Seattle scene that you're talking about there, mm. then you can talk about the early metal scene of of San Francisco, which you know yep. the LA the Metallicas and yeah. then the, the Slayers and all that sort of threat. And you've got your new wave of British metal. Then you've got um, the Detroit scene, and you've got the all these other. <laughs> You can talk about the Beatles and they all played their own role, didn't they? We, they did. We did. But yeah. uh, we're going to talk about the Tasmanian scene, yes. which the you Tasmanian feature scene. quite, quite uh, commonly. Scene. I'm all over it. You are all over it. So, Clint, you started out uh, because before you were a musician, you were uh, working as a glazier, if I'm That is correct. Right. So I went straight from high school. I... Uh, Got the uh, got the nong there and just said, "Well done. You don't need to go on any further. Your education, boy. Just go straight to Dargaville Windows and work there as a glazier." Yep. And that's what I did, and um, quite enjoyed that job. Spent fourteen, oh, not quite fourteen years, but a bit over a decade there, and did um, uh, was a delivery driver as well. So I got to know a lot of Tassie. That was my joke. With um, we'll get to obviously talking about the doctors' rocks later, but. That was the the uh, running conversation I'd always have with Dickie. Is like, yeah, I know all Tasmania streets and roads uh, <laughs> off the back. I don't I don't need uh, Syria or anything like that. So uh, that um, yeah, that was my first as far as getting around the state with that job. But also played sport um, and travelled yeah. a lot through handy footballer. Yeah, we played you? for the Cats. Did you? Played for the you, Cats. Didn't you? Yep. I played. Um, I was a I was an average above average footballer locally, I guess, without being. Amazing, but without being shit, if that was yeah. it. <laughs> There's a bit of uh, sporting pedigree that runs in your family because your brother played football too, and you've got a sister. I have a sister, do I? Do you yes. have a sister? Yes, Kelly was do. a great – she was a, a good basketballer. She was a very good basketballer and very good netballer, and she, um, she was in a time where the Wynyard girls – that group, they were just dominating and actually won every state championship yeah. for years. And they were they had, uh, they Carla were awesome. Boyd, who went on to play the Olympics mm. uh, for Opals, the Opals, yeah. of course. So they were very um, talented. Yeah, bunch. there was, uh, there was, there was. Uh, I think it was Lucy Crombie was in amongst that. A bit, she was a bit younger, a bit younger, was she? Age, but yeah, Wonderful culture. Wonderful culture, yes. And uh, But she turned out to be – because her brother was a good basketballer as well. He played uh, NBL and yep. I think she played quite a high level yep. and uh, there was a few others there. So, yeah, winning was a good breeding ground for, for basketball. And musicians. And musicians. and musicians, definitely, yeah. So you're a glazier and when did you pick the guitar up? That's what we want to know. Uh, okay. So I picked it up, would have been about 19 – seriously about 1993 – and um, I just taught myself most of it. And then I had some guitar lessons for a little bit from a guy in Burnie here. And that kind of put me on my journey then. Who and, was your um, teacher in Burnie? Uh, Grant Hicks, I want to say. I think that was his name. Yeah. Grant Hicks. He played for the band Guardian, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was um, oh, he Hicksy. Was Hicksy. Yeah, Hicksy. he was Hicksy. Um, he was my teacher for a little bit. Did you just say that because his last name was Hicks? Did you just go Hicksy or do you actually know him? <laughs> no, I remember the band. You're just Guardian. like, oh, yeah, Hicksy. I yeah, know no, Hicksy. I, I, do you I, know Hicksy? I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> if not, you we'll got to catch him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the band Guardian was actually, because um, they were one of the first bands, local the, bands that oh, I, there I went go. to watch yeah. oh, wow. at the Seabrook Hotel. Oh, Woo. fantastic. Yeah, and they used to open up with. Um, uh, high, high, high voltage. Uh, what's the ACDC song? And the, the bass player starts it off. Boom, 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 boom. If you're looking for trouble, I'm the man to see. 
No, what's that? Not high voltage. What's that? Uh, what? what are you singing? Live wire. Oh, live wire. Because yeah, I'm alive. Yeah, and they used to open up with that, and they had like you know the bass player had, like painted stripes across oh, his cool. face, and they had the lights and the thunder and the lightning, you know, and the sound effects. I know they played the final countdown. That was um, yeah. I, I seen that live. That was well, yeah. When sixteen, that's yeah. Like, well, that's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you mentioned before, Grotty, the Doctors Roxas, and that was a massive band. So, um, you guys travelled everywhere. So, what age did you start the Doctors Roxas? Did that come after? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll rewind a little bit. Rewind further, a bit. Right? Yeah. So, started playing in the early nineties, mainly guitar. Couldn't sing to save myself. And some people say, well, "Not much has changed." But anyhow, <laughs> got um, had some magnificent mates, and of course, Dicky was um, Richard, who we the two of us went on to do um, the Doctors Roxas for a number of years. We were in high school bands together and that we were just doing the, you know, what high school mm. bands did, playing Nirvana and all them bands that we mentioned before. And um, when uh, you finished school, we all did, went off and did our things. I concentrated on sport for a bit, but I actually formed another band called Dominion. And when I had... Um, I remember Dominion. Was so that we, you? We were three guys, Craig Royalty. Jones and Tyron Anderson. We basically just did... Um, all we played was really concentrated on our own stuff and we were into the sort of the metal-y... Just hard rock metal, but we were, you know, we recorded an album on an eight track um, reel to reel and released a tape now. in 1998. So that was my first. A tape. And we, did, we used to do the MRA rallies. Yeah. The most yeah. painful recording process on I loved the it. eight track reel to reel. Loved it. Oh, no. We used no click track, <laughs> no, nothing like that. It was so good. Raw. But um, so that was. That was the, the early days. And every, I think um, there's a lot of bands. Got musicians will talk you through them things. And then I just had a massive break from playing music. I didn't even touch my guitar for a number of years and just concentrate on playing sport and fell in love and all that stuff. And yes. just and it wasn't until the late sort of mid-2000s I started, or 2005, 2006, I started playing again really seriously. Mm. And that's when I met up with Dickie, who I hadn't um, seen for a long time. And we just, out of fun, started jamming. And then people started booking us and we're like going, shit, are we going to play this party? All right, we'll do that. <laughs> and then before we knew it, it was getting booked to go down to Strawn and then it was off to Launceston and it was like, oh, well, we'll call ourselves the Doctors Rocksters because it was halfway in between where I lived in Somerset at the time, Richie lived in East Wynyard. And um, that's how we sort of, yeah, it came about. It was a bit of fun but um, it actually, yeah, it, it becomes so quickly popular, I guess, we, I had to quit my job. Yeah, became full time, and, and I become full time. So it was two thousand and nine when I become um, full time at it. And um, Dicky was finishing off uni, I think, at the time. But um, we just, yeah, we're getting right into it. I still had a young family, so I was kind of using that as I was lucky. They had the support to say, "Yep, go out and play the weekends," and then I could come home and just sort of work on my guitar and do your emails and things like that. Because um, you can't; it's really hard to do. If you're working during the week, mm. it's almost impossible. You can't um, liaise with it's, venues and all that stuff. It's so. it's hard to do a lot of things when yeah. you're a young family. <laughs> you know, so, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where do you, you tell find us about it. it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, where do you find the time to sit down and and, and practice your guitar um, when you've got when the kids are in bed, two year olds, <laughs> so they yeah, can't when, sleep when they're in bed. And, yeah, that's right. And, yeah. um, and and then that's what that's literally what still do yeah. the same. I'm up to like. Yeah. One o'clock, sometimes two o'clock in the morning, just playing or recording because that's the best time to do it yep. for me. <laughs> yep. 
But your girls are also uh, into the music as well, aren't they? Uh, yes. One in particular, um, my eldest Amity has got – she's got the – I guess now I've actually got her on my Spotify playlist. There's a, there's a couple of songs you guys did together mm-hmm. and recorded, and uh, it uh, comes up on my Spotify yeah, G's, nice. G's playlist. Um, and you know, actually, in fact, it came up the other day, and my brother said to me, "Wow, that's a good song." I said, "That's actually Amity Hutton." So you know, she's she's yes. amazing. Yes, she's doing all right, and she's got a she got a piano for Christmas, so she's oh, that, wow. she's giving that a flogging now. So, um, but better yeah, than, she's going to be one of these. All rounders that play I, a bit of everything. I hate recorders. Oh no, the recorders are awful. But <laughs> but piano. <laughs> yeah, piano. You've got to keep her playing piano. That is one thing Ooh. that I wish I had learnt. Oh, wow, piano, beautiful, She's good, beautiful instrument. Beautiful. That is a beautiful instrument. Beautiful. Yeah. Learn to play piano. You can go anywhere in the world. Yeah, you exactly. can sit down. If you know, you can start a conversation. You'll often go into a venue where there's a a piano there. Just sitting there collecting yeah. dust. But you know one thing, though? The guitar is unique too because it's the oh. only instrument really that you can play standing up and move around freely. True. You can also sing and whilst you're doing it. You can also play drums while you're doing it as well. So it's, uh, I think it's a very incredible yeah, instrument. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. That guitar's beautiful and the man can play. The man the can guitar, play right guitar. Too. Let me give you and you've actually tip. done guitar lessons as well. Now that's something else that you've uh, yes, done. Yes, still do it. Still, still do it. Still do guitar lessons. And you also work full-time as well. Um, well, that's another story, I guess, if you <laughs> want to talk about uh, where I'm at now. But well, you, uh, were, you were forced to going, pivot. So, so Doctors Rock just, you know, um, finished and yeah. uh, you went out solo and by all counts doing very, very well because, uh, you know, you see your name pop up everywhere all around the, the, the state. I think we had this little crisis called... COVID in yep. 2020 and all of a sudden all the places where you were booked to play. <laughs> including uh, somebody's uh, wedding, I know. Including <laughs> somebody's wedding, you know. Um, yeah, well, it's another story. But, uh, yeah, that was it. No yeah. more music. That must have really, like it really hit the industry big time, obviously. Um, how was it for you, Clinton, just um, having that happen and all of a sudden everything you had booked in was cancelled? Life changed, obviously, quite a bit. Uh, well, I think everybody mm. that um, – I, I survived it, so it, I'm, I've done well and I'm not going to complain out of it because I'm sort of a believer that sometimes when things happen or a door closes, other doors open up. So um, for me at the time, I'm not going to sugarcoat. It was it was very hard. That first month um, when it all went down in the end of March and then it just went by income and then I'm watching all my other musical friends and – and people were like going, oh, my God, and I was like, yep. all right. So I initially just wanted to get my finances in check. I did, yeah, did that you on, go I, and I, see I Zenith did, Wealth? I did that on my own. And, uh, oh, did you just plug Zenith Wealth then? No, I didn't That's go through Zenith You've got to look after the sponsors. <laughs> but um, maybe down the future, uh, Grant. Yeah. But, yeah, um, uh, I, uh, mate, <laughs> mate's rates for you. Just mate's rates, yep. yeah. But the thing is, yeah, we was lucky that um, the wife kept working and um, I just spent that first month – just really tightening the ship and, and just getting a grip of what we're going to do. We're all in lockdown anyhow, so yeah. I, um, I just played sort of once a daily requests and that was good. That kept me going. And you then, did a bit of online stuff, wasn't it? I yeah, mean, it was uh, doing really well. Facebook and then and I just got to sort of the beginning of May and then I thought, right, I'm done now with it. And I just put the guitar down for um for pretty much a couple of months and um, that's when I was lucky enough to fall into a uh, – 
into a teacher aide position at a local school at Wynyard and that kind of rejuvenated me and gave me a, a reason to get up uh, in the morning and do something different and um, I loved it. It was the best thing that could have happened to me and then when the gig started to open up again, I, was, I really appreciated playing the gigs again and um, being in, just being to a room with a, f- a few people and, um, yeah, so that's, in a nutshell, that's just been my yeah, year. I, I, I can remember talking to you pre... Uh, COVID, and you said to me that, you know, I'm really getting over playing all the time, same covers and, you know, and I really want to just write and and play my own stuff. Did you find that the two-month-off rejuvenated you a little bit to get out and and, and again now you're out there again um, to at least continue do what you've you're known for and, and being that entertainer and, and still playing those covers and, you know, as a, I guess if you've got the energy back. Oh, yeah. Oh, the energy never went. But where's that coming from? Some sort of base there. Oh, yeah. there's a – yeah. It, it, now, our listeners probably can't pick up on what you're talking about, but when you've no. got someone who um, runs a recording studio in here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing all sorts he's of He's hearing all these sounds that Gene and I have just um, – Got no idea. So um, anyway, no, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I uh, to even to before COVID was getting in, I was starting to adapt the way I was playing. Anyhow, I was um, playing a lot more of my own stuff, and um, I was collaborating with a few other musicians just here and there. But I mean, every other musician on the coast and around Tassie is pretty busy. They've got multiple bands themselves. Mm. And are pretty fixed and focused on what they want to do. And I'm kind of the opposite. I want them to be like, hang on, I want to get in a room with some people and let's just write some songs. But it's hard. Everyone's busy. So that's why I've just been solo um, for the whole time and for the foreseeable future until, um, you know, that, that'll that change down the track. But um, for me, um, I just want to uh, be able to play my guitar and sing. I don't really care what I have to play or sing sometimes. Sometimes I like to be able to do yeah. my own stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, so. be good. And you do it very, very well. Now, mm. um, we, we've both had the pleasure of, of hearing uh, some songs that you've collaborated on, and there was one that you recorded just recently, which was uh, with a young lady from Bernie named Margot Kelly. Yes, Margot. And well, she's from Boat Harbour, I believe. But she's from New South Wales. Originally, country, yep. Yeah, country and... Uh, we actually hope to to have Margot on here one time. Yes, we have. We book um we've uh, booking Margot in. So, and this song came out. I think we we launched it as part of October Shines or Bernie mm. Shines in October, and that launch was held at the Bernie Arts and Function Centre. It was a fantastic gig. It was amazing and a nice film clip to accompany. It was. And you, uh, you know what about that film clip though? Yeah. That was that was done courtesy of the uh, ABC Landline crew. Really, yeah, Margot um, works. Wow. Yeah, Mitch. Like so, it was a full day of like recording this pretty simple country song that goes yeah. for about four minutes something. Oh, yeah, we'll whip this up in a few hours. But it was like all day, drones up, wow. just several times playing over and over again. But you look at the results. Oh, the result was, was sensational. And, so um, the song was called Fred. Yep. And it was a song that Margot had penned the words uh, in um, tribute to her grandfather. Yep. So I think this is one of the – personally, I think this is one of the greatest country songs <laughs> I've ever like heard, let alone um, you know, it. It is a really good the, song. The meaning behind it is um, 
was what got me. So I kind of almost choked up a little bit when I yes. first heard Margot's little real scratchy demo of it. I'm like, shit, what's going on here? Like, but I could hear the words. I'm going, hang on, there's some really serious message in here. And then when she told me what it was sort of about, and um, it's loosely based on her grandfather. So it's not 100%, but it's it's definitely got a lot of um, themes involved in that. But in a nutshell, it's about um, sort of older Australians that grew up working the land generations after generations and then we just come to this time in our life now where it's like, oh, well, time to move on and sell the farm and you go and live in town and be happy, do things there, you'll be right, join the men's shed and all that stuff. But at the end they're sort of these these old – like my pop was the same, he was one, so I kind of relate to it when I think about growing growing veggies, you know, and all these things. Some of the words that was in it, well, that was literally my grandfather. Yeah. That's what they did. And That's what I'm they did. pretty sure there's still a lot of um, – you know, uh, people all around the country that do that. So um, anyhow, yeah, it's it's a sad story because basically, yeah, as as he as the song moves on and progresses, it's a it, beautiful song. Yeah, it goes. It really is. I think we might put a link up to it too on our Facebook. Yeah, page we we will. It's a, it's a re- it really is a great song. And, and as Clinton it's on said, Spotify and yeah, it's, it's Spotify. and it's on Apple yeah. um, and and all yeah. that. And it's called Fred. And it is a, the one thing about that song that uh, that really got me is. You know, you'll hear a song, and you it'll just have a a chorus in it oh, yeah. that you just can't get out of your brain. Yeah. So, if I, it's like me with the old chicken feed song. Well, it's like that. If the, I still you love know, the chicken feed yeah. song. Um, <laughs> I I saw now I don't know Margot, but yeah. I saw Margot and her yeah. husband um, Felix Felix yep. walking. I was sitting up at the stands at the Newsday Sport and all of a sudden I had this friend oh, yeah. in, my, in my bloody ears. <laughs> and it's just one of those songs that, that just it, it, it really captures you and it's a beautiful track and you should both be congratulated for it. Yeah, well, absolutely. The that's only thing we just need radio stations to play, but that's, yeah. uh, that's hard. No, but that's you another did, story. You did have a um, bit of a gig on CFM though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. but you um, played it live it's, on it's there, which tough. is really good. It's pretty mm. tough to get the attention of, um, you know, playlists and all that stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're both busy and we can't, it's only two of us, you need a team of people yeah. to push well, we'll, your music. We'll do what we yeah. can do to, yeah. to help Absolutely. you out there, that's for sure. We love local um, talent. There was a, a cover that you guys did that I've, I've told you I really, really love it. It was a country song that you, you covered as oh, a duet yeah. on Facebook. Oh, man, I, uh, what was that called? Oh, um, that was... You're um, thinking Chris Stapleton, I reckon. Broken Halos, was it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. It was. We, um, I mean, the... Chris Stapleton's a monster of a, of a singer. He's unbelievable. So to have Margot sort of step in and do, yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. So, so maybe you can give us a link to that too because, um, and we can we can post that on our page no, because. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, it's, I just loved it. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. You've done so many amazing things, Clinton. Oh. That's the thing. Like, and, and you do, like I know I've, I've um, got you to play at some of the things that I organise and big events and stuff and you're, I mean, you're a pretty hard man to book in because it's been so busy. I'm, I know COVID sort of put a bit of a stop to that, but you just you wanted all around the country, and that you have played in America, have you not? I have, yes. Yes, tell us a but bit about that. I did go over primarily for a holiday and to see. My How did sister. that go? Because so you I'm were not going to claim that I went over on this US <laughs> tour, but, but I did go over do. there and I did make the most of what I was over. I played. Um, so they wouldn't of have known that you've ruined it. I was just going to say you no. did a US tour and you've gone and told them the truth. No, I could do a US tour, but again, I've got a wife and two kids and we've got to get them, you know, somebody's got to That's stay right. at home and all that. But um, we'll definitely go back. But America is an amazing place to play because the crowd, I was just blown away with the the um, 
re- like just the attentiveness of of the audiences. It's and awesome. They just all listened, and they thought I was um like I was playing a few of my own songs, and they're like whoa, and then I'd go and I'd play like a Cold Chisel song. They're like a whoa. That's a brilliant song, man. And when did you write that? And I'm going, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't telling them that, that, was, uh, oh. that, that was they were Jimmy. covers, or <laughs> but they knew crowded house songs. The, There's funny the, things that absolutely. Come, yeah. um, they're an amazing bunch of people, and um, we talked about it. But I, I, I you're not going to tell one of your karaoke stories. Well, I, again, am, are you? I, I am because I um, thought you were. Uh, I sang "Sweet Caroline" <laughs> with a band, and it was karaoke, but there was a band, and you got up and sang with the band. <laughs> But I got the shock of my life because, you know, I've done Sweet Caroline here with the, you know, in the duo. Being, being a rock ball, god, you know, yes. being the rock god that I am, and I yep. love that song. But you, you know, in the chorus, you know, good times never felt so good, and then the whole crowd's gone, so, so good, so, so good, good, so good, and they're pointing their <laughs> finger at you. And I went, wow, this is freaking awesome. If um, it was me singing, they would have been pointing, going, get her off, get her off. Oh, they're good fun. They are good fun, and that. And and the Yanks just they get right into it. Um, I, the, one of the greatest things I've seen over there was dueling pianos. Oh yeah, uh, it was in San Fran in a in a bar, um, under you know underground bar and dueling pianos. And I was there with a Scottish fr- Scottish friend, and um, he said, you know, how are you? Said, you need to get up there and <laughs> do a song with these guys. So he went up and he asked him, and he said, me mate. My mates come all the way from Australia. Yeah. Uh, is that Irish? No, that's that pretty was Scottish, good. That's was pretty it? Good. Yeah. That's Scottish. He said, uh, Scottish. He said, from Scotland. Yeah, from Scotland. Can you? He's from Australia. <laughs> from Tasmania. Can you give the guy a go? And um, they said, you know, we don't, we don't do that. You know, like we don't let people get up and sing. And he was, oh come on, you daft bastards. He said. So anyway, I went up and he said, what songs do you know? I said, well, he said. He said, we actually know Land Down Under. Oh, <laughs> oh fantastic. So, Julian Piano. Yeah. And I'm singing, um, I come from a Land Down Under. Anyway, um, at the conclusion of that, we're leaving. and Signing autographs. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> this lady came up to me. She goes, I know you, don't I? And I went. Yeah, American Idol Series 1. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. And all the friends came around and had photos with me. You know, and, I, and I thought, me mate, I said, let's get out of here before they <laughs> yeah. Google this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google that. But it was hilarious. Um, great, great place. Whereabouts in America did you go? Us through the deep, through the Mid-South. Mid-South. So, um, now, your sister's in- living there, isn't Indiana, she? Indiana, yep. Yeah. So we went through Indiana and down into Kentucky and Tennessee and – Drove all around them areas, went down to Florida for a bit, and it was yeah, really good. So, um, have you done I, New York yet? Nah, gotta nah. get there, bro. Yeah, I'll get there. Um, <laughs> when not we can yet, all go, now. when we can all go again, when it's but, safe um, again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, the funny thing is, though, we're talking about all this traveling and stuff, but I've been doing this for so long, and I've barely left Tassie a lot of the time because I've just always been booked out for like months and months and months in advance. And this is, I don't know if people will believe this or not, but. There's been occasions where um, <laughs> had two opportunities to play weddings at Fiji, and I've been booked out <laughs> for both both times for another wedding. That's so it's incredible. like, oh, can we drop like another wedding, wedding to go singer. do that? You are the wedding singer. Well, I'm not really. I'm kind of. I'm not doing nowhere near as wedding. There's, there's other musicians that do heaps more than me. I guess I'm. I'm kind of as far as a Tassie musician goes. I probably am one of the ones. There's a few, but maybe one of the handful that actually goes to all sort of parts of the state. So, um, yep. yeah, and you're so yeah. well known too, Grody. I yeah. mean, you're oh, really you well known around Tasmania. Yeah. And don't ever sell yourself short. I mean, you're doing what many of us 
fantasise about doing. Yeah, uh, making a making a living from, from uh, music. Well, from music, it's provide. It's been um, sometimes you kick yourself. Like I've never been the one. I don't care about the thousands of people or getting on festivals or any of that. The best gigs to me have always been the ones where you're playing to smallish crowds, um, and they're just getting into it. What like wherever it might be, it might be a vineyard like. A, Recently played at um, Devil's Corner Vineyard. Yeah, lovely. And that was just a brilliant gig. Now, you've played with some pretty amazing people. Now, I remember going, you took me backstage one time, thanks, Grotty, oh. to meet the Wolf Brothers, which I loved. But um, you've played with them a, a bit uh, as well, haven't They're a great band. Uh, yes, the Wolfies, they're um, good friends of mine. They're um, shrinking, though. There's only two of them now. <laughs> First there was four, then there was three, now there's two. Well, that's – I don't really know all the story behind that, but I just know the brothers are – Essentially, they're the core of it. They now. are. And, um, they're amazing. Awesome band. There's a lot of stuff that you probably don't realise about them guys, but um, like Nick in particular is an extremely talented musician all round, like mm-hmm. just a very good guitar player, yeah. singer. Sometimes you don't see it all come out in their actual music, but I've had the privilege of her, you know, listening yeah. to him. Playing crazy jazz things or some metal <laughs> backstage yeah. and all that, but um, them look, them guys, I'm forever indebted to them because um, they've just, you know, we, we got off um, very well years ago when we we met, and that, again that was me and Dicky, but we've always kept in touch, and um, they just like having me open a lot of their shows, and and I like to do them as well because you get to play in front of mad country people and. The beautiful yeah, thing are. is, I go up there and I don't have, to, I don't play hardly any country at all. I play um, <laughs> my stuff and then some left of centre stuff, and that seems to be good because then they come on and do their thing, and I think that's why um, they like it. But um, yeah, they're just um, they're great guys, and I, through them I got to meet um, uh, Lee Kernigan as well. At, yep. at, um, yes, he did and, too. And Lee, Lee's a great guy, and you, you kind of meet all these people. Some of the icons of Australian music, um, James Rain and Ross Wilson. And yeah, you've met there's lots been of heaps people I've done, uh, played, with yeah. John Stevens. You can just go on and on and on who you've sort of supported or had little sort of affiliations with here and all that. Did you but have a man crush on John Stevens? Because I have a crush on John uh, Stevens. No, no. Oh, you didn't get no, the man crush? No, but he oh. was his band was amazing. I, I was just, <laughs> you know, everyone would be there for Grant, John. you would have got But the, I'm like there just the looking at going, the drummer or the guitar player. I'm going, yeah. wow. Like, so I'm one of them nerds that looks at the band going, they're yeah. tight. Yeah, but that's, yeah. Do, that's you, <laughs> do you find, being a musician, that you'll go and watch a live gig, but you actually don't really actively listen to the band but you focus your attention on one musician and that's what you watch sometimes yeah, yeah i know what you mean i, I do i do that right I, so i'll watch the bass player yeah, all the time say. watching the bass player or jimmy if it's jimmy barnes you just watch jimmy no surely what no 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 no, no. Oh. you watch the musicians and watch what they do and um it's fascinating <laughs> I, I think only people that have played music do that like i don't know <laughs> I um, Possible. it is fun. I tell you, I love going to watch um, music though, and it doesn't really. I don't care what it is either, but I love genuine passion, like genuine getting into it. I don't like, and I'm. This is not to be negative, but I don't like going and watching somebody just go through the motions. Like that's like okay, no. Nah. Like to me, and, it's, and especially now in the times that we live in. You should be treating uh, your gigs like they're gold. And, Absolutely, um, you yeah. know. And yep. some people might be thinking, "Oh, that's a bit." You know, that's what some people do. And it's I, not I a get right. That. Some it's people a just sit there and you don't have to head. Yeah, that's right. It's not a right. It's a privilege. privilege. 
Um, well done, I'm going to write that down. No, that, that's what it is, though. It's a privilege yeah, to be able to is. perform your art in front of other people. Speaking of performing art right. in front of people, Grotty, you do have your guitar here. Now, I know people, the listeners can't see that, but it oh. is sitting right here. What we'll are do the chances? Soon. We can do something soon. Of, uh, we'll do something. something. We'll do something. We want awesome. to hear something to close the show out, particularly. Maybe we yeah. might even do a duet. I doubt it. But uh, with me, <coughs> I can do the triangle. You can do. Uh, the I know you're very good Once at the gambler. There was this kid with your low voice there. <laughs> Garden to it. Garden to a yeah. fight. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like. That. Um, it starts his latest duo right oh, here. It could you be. Too? Yeah. It could be. It's definitely. A, it's definitely a privilege. Um, yeah. You know the one thing. I hate when you talk about bands going through the motions. One of the things that really gripes me. Now, I haven't played music for a long time. I've been out of it for, for quite a while. Um, my problem, my my, my fed income last proper live gig would have been, oh, Christ, 15 years ago. Was it Strawn? I remember uh, coming to watch you in Strawn once. Oh, that was brutal. That was brutal. We should talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about Oh, hell, There's a couple of Grotty's gigs that we probably yeah. shouldn't talk about. Oh, hell. Strawn we, we, was massive, We, we can it? talk about that, yeah. <laughs> well, my last gig was when my daughter was born, uh, or just before she was born. She's now 17, so it shows you how long since I've, yeah, right. I've played okay. live. Um, and, but, you know, you got there, you played, you had a crack, you only had... You could only play Friday nights or Saturday nights. You had a crack, <laughs> play in the nightclub, and but you learnt your stuff. <laughs> Nothing pisses me off more when I go and watch local cover bands, yeah. and they're reading the words, yes. uh. reading it off, <laughs> and an they've iPad. got a songbook in front of them or an iPad that 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 tells them what to play. I hate that. Oh well, that's um. You're wanting a reaction from me, eh? Oh, yeah. I do. It's lazy, and okay. I think you think the same thing. No, well, look. To be honest, I don't really care what people do. Um, but yeah, I'd rather watch a show. I'd ro- I when you go to good when you go watch Metallica playing or um, yeah. Pearl Jam or whatever, they're not got iPads and no, they're not reading their lyrics, to their songs. No. But I get it. Yeah. It's but you've got to have pride about your work. Yeah, now, that's, that's not saying – that's just for others to I've do. But for me, with I like really to connect. Too. Yeah, so, but yeah. I like to connect. I want to be able to look people yeah. in the eye. Yeah. And if I stuff the lyrics up, which I do, yeah. I stuff them up because I'll probably you just guarantee I'd stuff them up if I was reading them off. A, Sometimes you'll be singing a song and you'll be singing along to it and then Clinton will just change the words. Well, that's what you're pretty sure a lot of musicians <laughs> do that. They too. do it. They all do it. You know. Brett Collins does it all the time. That's hilarious. You know, look. You know, it's like if there's a local band playing and there's three or four bands at a, a local gig and, um, well, you know. Here's a school of thought, for I reckon. Right, a lot okay. of I reckon a lot of, say, hardcore, genuine, that have been around the traps for a while, musicians, right, they'd probably want, A, are you going to be this band or this that goes really like the original? If you're, gonna, if you're playing covers, you're going to play it, or even your own music, you're gonna really going to try and challenge and play it as it is on the album. You're going to be one of them guys or you're going to sort of tinker with it a bit and... And um, you know, make it sort of your own song. So there's two things there, but yeah. sometimes you can get caught in limbo and not know what you're doing. Yeah, correct. I know personally, <laughs> but I think um, I liked it. Certain songs I like to go right as they are, like yeah. as they are, like the melodies and all that. I try yeah. to do that, but sometimes I like to stuff around with it. But generally, I'm not one of these guys that will change the keys to suit my voice or. I like to play it as it is. Yeah, no, I was one of those guys. Yeah, but I'd got. I'd have dropped D tuning. Would you tune down to Z or something? Oh, like I never that. tuned down to Z. <laughs> Could go that low. Um, um, 
But yeah. oh, sorry, yeah. or E flat. You know, we yeah. used to play an E flat. Uh, that's good. You have the. Is it called a loop station? You yes. Have the, now I love that. That's how long have you um, been using that for? I got so for, if any musicians are listening to this, um, I actually bought the old Boss. Uh, it was called the RC20, and it was the first sort of loop pedal that came out in about 2005, 2004 I got it. And I was looking, this is YouTube hadn't even come out then, I don't think. Um, and I, I can remember getting it and like going, wow. And then I realised I had a mate and I could thought, oh, geez, I was getting these sounds, these percussive things. I thought, if I record this, and I can get a little loop going. But then I was running out of loops and tracks. And so initially I was just using it to create like a beat like everybody does. And then I um, discovered the amazing RC300, which is a bigger board and you can, you know, it's another level of discussion yep. here that um, the musicians know. And essentially you can really create your own um, uh, band on the Because the only the, musician, the I guess, that I ever saw use it was Ed Sheeran. Yep. Um, and that's, I guess, how it, you know, I guess Worst most concert I've ever been to. What? Yeah, but Ed Sheeran was amazing. Ed sort of has, um, oh my he's God. Uh, got Rant. it. What are you talking it. about? He's got it in the attention of the masses. But yes. um, I yeah. hate it though. This is talking about pet hates when people go, Oh, you're you're just like Ed, you're doing what Ed Sheeran does. I'm going, hang on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this probably longer than Ed. No, before YouTube <laughs> no, came out. No. There's another school of thought too. Oh. People, there's a lot of people that hate loopers, and I get it because it's, I, I think it's amazing. It's, it's I, a, um, I don't ha- hate loopers. I think looping's freaking amazing, and Ed Sheeran is yeah. amazing as well. Um, when I went and seen Ed Sheeran in concert in Melbourne, I had no idea. Uh, of any of his music or, or anything like that. I, I Anyway, I went with the lovely and we went there and it was when the heat wave was on in Melbourne and they mm. had the roof shut at um, at uh, the well, stadium yeah. Eddie had and it was like 45 degrees outside and a I went and saw him at Eddie had. We'll probably there. do it at the same time. It was brutal. It was that hot. And there was two things that really gave me the shits about that concert. One is it was so damn hot. And two, they shut the bar 45 minutes oh. before the concert ended. Before it ended. And it was long. Actually, no, we had ours with the roof open, <laughs> oh, so it was a different geez. concert. But, see, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> so I worried about the bar. No, That's no. all you're worried about. I was worried about that. I was really, <laughs> cra- really crabby about that. But Ed Sheeran, um, <laughs> I, I honestly didn't know. I thought he'd have a big band behind him. And, no. Why and, would he? And my, my partner was pregnant. With twins, very early into the pregnancy, and so crook as a dog, and so we were right up the back on the oh, on the yes. floor space, on the wings, yeah. yeah, on the wings. So then this little speck comes out. Oh, like you got to be in the guitar and plays, and I'm like, where's the bloody band? Yeah. I had no idea, yeah. oh, and it was the most mundane three hours, and that's why I was crabby that the bar closed because oh, the only I thing see. that kept me going was my regular walks to. Okay. Yeah, okay. But you've got to give credit where it's due, okay. though, Howie. Oh, he's that, awesome. Um, he doesn't need he's a, a He's just a good songwriter. And, oh, and mate. That's, he, that's the thing. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. Not my genre. No. He's awesome. Uh, I went there, had um, no um, preconceived idea about it. I did, however, get the uh, get the, the other half back, and I took a tools tour. <laughs> so... I had to put up with Ed Sheeran. She had to put up with Tool. <laughs> with who? What? It's Tool. It's Tool. One of the greatest bands you'll Bad. ever hear in your life. Oh, I uh, Good of win Tool. there. Okay. Oh, oh man, that was amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's uh, <laughs> you can't. No, you can't beat that experience about going to a good band though. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, and I've also been blown away, like being in Melbourne, like playing my own gigs, and I've gone afterwards to go and watch 
you know, a local band in Brunswick or something. Never knew, no idea who they were. And I was like, whoa, completely blown away. Yeah. And I don't even know where they are now, but I was just like, whoa, some of these bands you'd see. Did you ever go to Cherry Bar? No. Nah. Uh, it was great. I and can't, not that I know of. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ACDC Lane somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a band I saw there called Leiden. Amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing. Uh, if you're listening, Leiden, well, there you go. Yeah, get, plug. Get, uh, get, get their EP, uh, L-E-E-D-O-N. I'll play it to you later. Absolutely amazing. You know what we should also be mentioning? Well, well, I mean, we're Tasmanian-based, but we have got some incredible musicians and yeah, we have. like in Tassie, like you what, think about it, brothers, or like you got said. Luca Brasi down the Luca Brasi, yeah, yeah, I mean, amazing guys, yeah. like, and they're completely different. Look, like, I'm at um, we've got country, we've got yeah. that, we've got we've got Pete Cornelius is probably one of the best blues, oh, blues players, players around. without doubt. And you got halfway to fourth, you got these yeah. guys, you got Claire Ann Taylor, who I struggled yes. to, oh, to really appreciate Her at the voice start. Is and now mad. I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah, she's wow. a true songwriter. Amy you talk Pegg. about putting Yeah. Amy Pegg's amazing. Amy, yes. Yeah. I've got Claire. her CD in the car. Actually. I've seen Claire Taylor a couple of times. I'm down at Sisters Beach in the Pear Tree yeah. there. She played a gig. Yeah, and she's amazing. What a voice, man. Mm. That girl's got some. You balls. are right, though, Clint. We've yeah. got some incredible talent in Tasmania. Scott Mangering. Scott Mangering, yeah. Scotty Woolies with the Power Riders. And yeah. Power Riders were I was absolutely a big Power Riders fan. I've got all their CDs. you got guys like a mate of mine, Marcus. Sorry, cut off there, but. Marcus yeah. Winwood was in the Captives, and the yes. Captives oh, are a um, bloody hell, rock, huge rock too. band. Huge. Yeah, they've played all around the world. Marcus, when he first started, was in a, a high school band that used to support one of my bands every time we played at the Fourth Pub. They oh were. Oh my god, band. Marcus is yeah. incredible, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Yeah, no. So um, I mean, actually, my great daughter did a video clip for the Captives. In one of their um, video clips, they're really mm. good. Um, there's some great bands here, and uh, and, and well, and uh, you know, for those that are uh, fans of the Violent Femmes, um, Brian yeah. Ritchie actually Brian lives Ritchie. here yes. in Tasmania yeah, too. He, does. he was the bass player of the Violent Femmes. He's the curator at the um, Mona Art yep. Gallery. Uh, exceptional. Who's your favourite local cover band? Clinton Hunt. Oh, no, oh no, cover, no, band. No, cover, cover band. Cover band. Who does? The, who's one of your favourite cover bands around? Oh, I used to be mad on a band called Tap. Oh yes, I Cameron tap. Cameron Tap was yep. uh, the singer. He's still playing solo and quite quite mm. popular. He was on one of the uh, yep. of the Australian Australia's Idol or The Voice. Yep. Um, they were ridiculous, and that was around that. Well, it was. It was at the commencement of that nineties um, grunge scene, mm-hmm. and you know they were the uni the band from Uni and Hobart, and everyone went mad from them. And those guys literally, you know, they were playing back, back in. Um, 1991, 92, they were getting like seven, $800 a set, which was huge money back then, a set, and doing two gigs a night. Um, and those days, everybody paid cash. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was wonderful. Pre-GST? Uh, yeah. Dr. Fink were the other one. Yeah, they were, really, I, um, really, they were, they were really good, Dr. Fink. Um, and and uh, Michael Clements was amazing yep. as a soloist as well. Sadly, he passed away last year. I think uh, the year before. year before, but yeah. he was a... He, and his daughter's talented as well. But, um, Is she really? He was there's, um It's funny because I haven't been had the opportunity to watch or see a lot of these bands a lot, so I try and sneak out when I can off a feature yeah. gig or if I'm travelling, I'll, I'll try and catch up with um, uh, some, you know, acts. It doesn't matter who they are. I'll try and get there. Um, but we've got – we've actually got um, – yeah, it's, it's interesting sometimes – You'd say um, in the same boat as me, like you've got uh, the Ringmasters have been doing oh, really, really the well for – they're not everyone's cup of tea, but to their credit, they yeah. 
they've got a brotherhood sort of going amongst I'm themselves, add, and they um and they question. they do what they want, yeah. and they having fun, and sometimes people just lose the they don't get that you're having fun. It's just music, and it's yeah. just, you know. So we take things a bit serious sometimes, and um, I love the fact that them guys do that. There's there's plenty of other bands too. I mean, we've, we've already mentioned Brett, who's a good yep. a band with Brett. Yep, so nothing but a glam Brett's, time. They're, they're really good. I love their ex- outfits actually. He's an exceptional musician. He's, he's, he's he clearly the he um, one of the most talented I reckon to ever. Oh, ever. Samuel Bester and Hobart, uh, Sambo, and you've got yeah. to mention Sambo. Them. Yep. We've had these guys like um, Ruben Coops who went on the voice. I think the voice of one of them shows. But Matty Garwood. I don't know if he plays much anymore, but of course oh, he does. He still Chilli plays FM, a bit, um, but he plays a fair. Oh, I don't know about ge- a really cool band in Hobart called Australian Made. That <laughs> Australian yeah, rock Australian Made. There's a gentleman named Mark Brudenell. Mark yeah. Yeah. Hello, Broods. Band hey, Broods. Was a sang in the band that I was in, mm. and um, he's brilliant. Yeah, and it was amazing because, like Hut, was. Um, a, a, a gentleman that used to be a promoter in Tassie named Charles Tauber and he'd run oh, these events yep. and, uh, you know, every long weekend. So um, you might do um, the first set in Launceston and <laughs> at the saloon bar and then you'd hightail it down and you'd do a set <laughs> at the oh, warehouse. Yep. And so you had uh, – it was a great time to be a musician, you know, cover musician mm. in Tassie because there was um, the Candy Man, which Sam yep. – um, yes, was there? There was Sambo. a band called yeah. Naked Lunch. Natty's Raddies. Natty's Raddies. Stein's them. Legends. Um, yeah, Stein. He's still going. Somehow we fell onto the uh, those gigs uh, with a band called Frenzy at the time, which was just Frenzy were great. It yeah. was it was fun. I remember him. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Played a bass in that the band. The Richie Benno All Stars were one of my much, faves as well. Yeah, fluid. they fluid. fluid. Oh, fluid yeah. were good. Um, Scuzzlebutt, that was uh, a bit of fun. That was Hawkey Me. I guess you said uh, Leary. Sing out. If anybody happens to listen to this, you need to get them to mention it or drop oh, your line of um, absolutely. If people are still around. If we've missed yeah. any good, um, yeah. I mean, there's heaps. We've we missed a heap. Um, it has some really good bands down here. Really, really we good look, bands. We still have, and the problem that we have is. It, it is not the demand is not there like it was. No, and I'm look, the probably, venues aren't here either, are they? For bands? No, nah, no. Look, I'm not scared to be a bit outspoken on this as well, but I, I feel like um, people are not they're not valuing the music like they no. used to, and that in turn is going on to musicians not valuing their art. They're prepared to play. Well, I've done it, and I've I've played heaps of free gigs, and I've done all that too, and I get it, and I still do. But I think bands to survive. We got to start backing them in, and we've got to start paying the ten bucks, twenty uh, bucks to absolutely. go watch them. And you know, it's all good to say we're going to put on a band and all that, but you know, you got to get behind it when it comes. Yeah. The, the 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 payment to musicians is one thing that's never increased over the over the journey. Um, you know, I, I going back uh, in the nineties, and we we'd go down to it's gone Qu- down down. Yeah, it, was, it has it's gone down since then. We we go down to Queenstown or Strawn. And we might do a deal. Say, look, you know, just give us a thousand bucks, and we'll take the door. Mm. And we'd make two, three grand mm. on the door. Yeah, perfect. Um, that gig you talked about in Strawn, I think we walked away with about. Um, oh, I don't know what we walked away grand. with that night, yeah. but oh, no money. I can yeah. tell you now. Let's talk about those Strawn gigs because um, <laughs> I was down there on New Year's Eve. You were oh down my there God. New Year's Eve. So the Strawn gig we we did. <laughs> It was funny for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it was at, at Hamer's Hotel and, oh um, God. you know, and this, now, folks, right, I am a, you know, a hard-working businessman professional. 
Right, this is pre that. Right, <laughs> so totally let, I just want to say that this wasn't like last week. I am week. a hardworking professional musician. You are. Yes, you yes. are. So this is like 20, 20 plus years ago, and um, we did a deal down there, and we we took someone to a couple of bikes down to to um, <laughs> take the door for us and everything else. And the biggest mistake <laughs> I was to made was they gave us free food and free alcohol. Yeah, oh. it should so never have happened. Everyone ordered crayfish <laughs> <laughs> for starters. And, um, you know, when you've got, you know, five in the band and three or four you fo- people following you and everyone's like... The groupies, the, like the gr- me. Uh, groupies, uh, <laughs> the sound guy, the roadie, the Here security guy on the door. Yep. So we're all eating crayfish and... Um, I can remember going to the bar and ordering a tray of scotch and cokes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this gig's going to get ugly. Uh, uh, we had a ball, but the place was packed. Um, but <laughs> a couple of things. One, um, the strong girls, uh, some girls from Queenstown turned up. Oh, yeah. So the strong girls and the Queenstown girls went outside and... Fair punched on. Yes. Fair punched on. As like, normally happens. I, mm. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm talking like fair punched on and um, a, a brawl like you've never seen. Yeah. We've, Secondly, seen some, we've seen some yeah, good we've brawls seen some in our time. Giovanni <laughs> <laughs> used to come to a lot of that. Secondly, yes, I was the, also a groupie of the Doctors Rockers. You were. You were. Yeah. When the gig was finished <laughs> and everybody went home, um, we decided that we'd have a party upstairs in our in our room. And so all the staff came up and probably half the people that were there, <laughs> there at the gig <laughs> and asked and everything else. And the assistant manager was a, a young um, ex-Bernie boy, Andrew Kendrick. You might remember yes, Andy. Yes. And Andrew, Andy had the key. I don't know how, but um, somehow some of us got the, the master key to, <laughs> oh, no. to the rooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we'd go into a room and there'd be this, uh, you know, old couple there sleeping and you go oh. and try and oh. stare them and, and, and anyway. You evil man. I was, it was hilarious. At the next morning, <laughs> it would have been. Oh, that's the first time I'd seen my keyboard player fall off the top bunk and hit the floor <laughs> and not wake up. <laughs> but anyway, the next morning, it was about seven o'clock and, you know, the head's pounding. And there's door just opens, and in comes the manager, and behind him's a policeman, and he's like, <laughs> "Pack your shit and get out." <laughs> As it turns out, they had to refund all the guests. All the guests, that's a- right. And um, what? Oh, because that was run crazy. Yeah. And and when I looked outside on the main street in Strawn, it was just littered with glass, where oh. apparently the locals and. Uh, some of my bandmates were having um, shots at trying to take the street light out with stubbies. Oh, like it was that never happened at any of your gigs. It was one of those tight. real rock and roll nights, and um, yeah, uh, we were banned from. from um, it's twenty five years ago, folks. I've grown up a lot since then, and I wasn't the main instigator. Ah. <laughs> I can tell you now, though, we've like anybody that's listened. <laughs> It's, that's been in bands or um, been in that environment, you do have a lot of fun. And sometimes it does get a little bit carried. But a lot of the time, a, of a lot of the time though, like especially just talking with, you know, me and Richie, we, we, when we did a lot of, I mean, we were every Friday, Saturday and Sunday, every weekend. Every weekend, yeah. We were off. Yeah. And it still is a little bit like that for now, maybe. I've not, not so much now, but it's like. sitting up. It's been, yes. I'm sure, yes, I have. We've been like to, you'd go to. 
<laughs> like Hobart for the weekend. You'd go yeah. Friday night down to um, Dover and you'd be like saying, well, okay, let's just ease our way in. Yeah. Go to the Dover pub. It's packed. All yep. the local, and they know you come to go, hey, and they know where you're staying. Yep. You're staying right next door to the pub in the flat there. So there's no chance of just sneaking off the end of the night. <laughs> so you can't ease into the weekend. Oh. You don't get to bed till like six. You're up again. You're like, oh, what are we going to do? We've got to do a wedding the next day. And like, right, we need what? How we've got some songs to learn for that. Yep. Okay. What parts do you know? Yep. And you're doing that. You're seedy. You do it. And then you've got a Sunday gig and you've got to drive home on a Sunday. And it's yeah. like, whoa. And you can fall and that's like happening trap, every you? weekend just and drinking too much because you just there the lack of sleep, and and lack of sleep. sleep but yeah. it didn't matter where you went. We'd go to G's, been to Georgetown with us. You go there, yep. And it's like G-T- the locals knew you were coming, and you yeah. had to even if you wanted to have a quiet night. Ah, no, no, you would get it. The pressure nah. to get it, and then you'd be at the star bar in Lonnie, or you'd be off to mm. someplace. Did you ever do the playroom in Launceston? Never done that, but I've done Love most venues. Mm. Like playroom, playroom was just. Out of control. <laughs> bad. In a bag. I love ba- the way you said way. that. Out of control. Yeah, in a bag like way. Really in a deep. bag way. When the um <laughs> oh, it's back going back again, say twenty five years ago, when the patrons left at three o'clock, they kicked back in at about three thirty and um it was real eye eye opener to us. Um but um a lot of crazy venues. A lot of crazy yeah. stuff. Um, Queenstown, the best one for me after oh, after a gig. Um, <laughs> we had a couple of good ones there, but um, the the went round after we finished playing. Um, you know, we've all gone round to somebody's house. As and you do, Queen. the, that hello, Queenstown people. Yeah. Queenstown people. I got about fifty of them there. If they listen to oh, me, like, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had some good times in but Queenstown. Some interesting times. Yeah. The barbie would start, yeah. and um, you know, it'd be bloody five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, yeah. and there'd still be half the town there. And Shout out to the Queenstown Footy Club as well. Amazing, I mean. yeah, cooking a <laughs> cooking a barbie, and um, and I can remember this one lady, and 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 it was me and, and my friend, the late Paul Leary, and. Uh, she said, she said, come in, boys. And she said, she had this big wine rack. It was huge. Just take what you want. Oh. <laughs> never oh, never say that to Leary and me. Yeah. So, okay, well, we'll have that one and we'll have that one and we'll have that one. And it was amazing, you know. Like, we just had an absolute ball. The hospitality was insane. And you're walking back to your room as the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know what I, I think, I mean, we're reminiscing about all this stuff at the moment. I'm still... Not kind. It's definitely nowhere near like that for me now. I'm yeah, generally no. You uh, get older and you yeah. kind of yeah. You you move on a little bit, but still, I can tie one on every now and again. But um, <laughs> the the best thing about it is you actually meet people every time you go you away, do. and you you get you catch up with old friends, and this circle just keeps going. So you think about the um some of these bands from back in the day, and we'll talk about like um you know you talk about cold chisel. I said yeah. how they built their thing. They just went town. To town, yes. pub to pub, Sydney. They'd be just pub, 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 and they yeah. meet these crews. They do it for a year, come back and do it again. Been amazing though. Back then, like if you were in excess or yeah. you were in ACDC or Chisel um, or Daddy Cool, and you were doing those those pub gigs, could you imagine what it would have been like in the late seventies, early eighties, playing the surf clubs? in the oh, yeah. northern beaches and southern beaches of New South Wales. It would have been mm. insane. <clears throat> yeah, she's Absolutely uh, insane. So, yes. Grody, um, oh. oh, sorry, that was a bit yeah, loud, wasn't right. it? Sorry about that's that. Serious no, question right. coming um, up. Next question coming up. I was oh, just thinking like... We got off track a little bit, haven't you we? You did get off track a little yeah. bit, but that's okay. It's okay to get off track. Apparently I've done extraordinary things, so Yeah, I've done extraordinary go. things, but looking forward like um, <laughs> this year, have you got lots of gigs booked in 
already like you know this year? I'll tell you what I've got going on this year. Um, I've got I'm actually took on um, my role as a teacher aide again, so I'm going to be um, working at a local school a few days a week there. So that'll take up a bit of my time, and I'm still going to do some guitar lessons, but. I'm currently uh, recording Amy Pegg's EP. Fantastic. Um, I've got a collection of my own songs now, so I've actually got them down where I can record them. So Fantastic. I'm actually going to do the EP. And what I have been doing is recording a single, releasing it. Yes. I might do another one a few months later. But generally I've been so busy just playing on the weekends all the time or, and then so you don't get much time to write or record. And as um, musicians will know, it's it's you need the time. But this um, it's funny enough. During COVID, I didn't want to write or I didn't want to be doing I just wanted a clean break from music for a bit and that was good. And I, I'm, it's helped me now because now the gigs are starting to come back and I've got the energy again to, mm. to focus in on um, that. So I've, I've got some EPs. Um, I'm really hoping to collaborate um, with a few different musicians and, and put on a couple of <coughs> nights where um, – yep. <coughs> so I'm hoping that you doing your cough thing where he's like, pick me, pick me. Uh, yeah. But That's I'm I'm really keen on doing um lots of. You didn't pick me, did you know? Lots of know? events. He just ignored that. He totally ignored you. Then he, totally he did. Me. I did. But lots of events with um <laughs> other musicians. So <laughs> multi band nights. You better get your shit together, mate. Well, I could tell you when this surf season's finished. Uh, March finished, bring, and I'm going to uh, sail into retirement. I'm going to get the old Taylor Mini Mini out, and uh, I'm coming to see you. Right. And I'll we get out the it. triangle or the spoons or something like that. I think I do have a recorder or two left at home, so I could probably bring that out. I guess. It's not my favourite instrument. Do you like Stadia vinyl? Strengths. Do you like vinyl? I love vinyl, but Did I don't you like have a vinyl. Vi- no, I, I have a few vinyls, but I don't actually oh. have a, like a turntable though. Really? But I really appreciate it. Yeah, I um, collect vinyl. Yeah. Would you want to bring your vinyl to my place one night? <laughs> Sounds like a date. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, no, no. Scared. I don't know if this is no. appropriate for the. Um, no, yeah. the, no, <laughs> this is good. I've got a. Yeah. He's a married man. Yeah, no, you can. I've got some good. I've got some good vinyl. <laughs> yeah, have you? Yeah, you, you can. Um, you can bring the the bride if you like. Uh, my, uh, the bride. I, I love. Uh, I love the vinyl. I love it. And um, what's the last album I I just got on vinyl? Trying to explain. Trying to explain to the viewers. Viewers, listeners, the viewers. Yep. What is the difference between, like, say, okay? How do you describe it? Because I know what I can do. Well, I, I, I think that listening to a record is a warm, warmer sound. Yeah. Um, and I think that when your record, even if it, you know there's a slight imp- imperfection, a little bit of a crackle, yeah. it's just it's romantic and it's beautiful. <laughs> um, and the best thing, one of the best things that I do is I pour a glass of red and I sit on my old recliner downstairs and I put the turntable on and I put the feet up and close my eyes and I listen. Oh, it's good. amazing. It's definitely a better sound um, because all the information's kept on it and yeah, it's not it compressed is. and so it's wide. That's so right. All the that's right. And, and music, um, digital music, uh, you know, as someone explained this to me, as more and more people um, get onto... Um, iTunes or Spotify or whatever, that the quality of the sound actually breaks down. Is that right? Um, yeah, but what would they've got better as technology has developed? We've got we've we've been able to emulate or run. We you know we record on computers and everything, but we run them back through yeah you know tapes and analog oh. gear and brings all that warmth back into it. But definitely, when you listen to a Spotify or something like yeah. that, yeah, 
it is compressed and yeah, it, but it's still it's hard to pick it unless you've got. We sound a, good on Spotify. If you've got a turntable there, yeah, you love Spotify. You listen to a turntable so, and then you, and then you a being put on a CD next to it. It's I'm excited. So I'm excited to tell you this. Right, my my partner. You know what she bought me for my birthday? Graceland Paul Simon. Oh, vinyl. oh sensational on well vinyl. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Al- I love that album. Brilliant. I love that album. But on vinyl, <laughs> takes it up a whole <laughs> another level. Uh, oh, dear. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's definitely another another conversation. There. Yeah, you can just talk about that. Um, oh, oh, all day. Um, favorite bands. All right. Um, you want me to just reel off some straight off the top yeah. of my head? Well, for me, the big one that really got me into picking the guitar up was Metallica. Mm. And seen them in concert. I've seen them several times, but to yeah. me, it was that Ride the Lightning. Yeah. Album was the first one I got, and then the Black Album come out, and yeah. it's like I so I went Ride the Lightning, Black Album, Master of Puppets. You did it around back to front, yeah. So yeah. I started off with Injustice for All, and then went Master of Puppets, <laughs> and then um, uh, Ride the Lightning, Kill Malt, Grudge Days Revisited, and forget about Black Album from then on. I haven't bought a thing. Okay, yeah, mm. but um, Metallica. I love hey, you, all G, the- Do you like Metallica? I don't mind Metallica, but I'm obviously not a Metallica fan. Yeah, which song is your favourite Metallica down. song, Jay? I couldn't tell you. Really? No. But I don't, I don't <laughs> actually have a favourite. They were the band that got me going. They're, but they're a great band, but I am not. But I don't know their names. To me, Howie, there's like them 70s bands. <laughs> like, you can't beat. I love. I was a Doors fan. Oh, I'm not a massive Doors fan, but I love. I um, the Doors. I love The Police yep. and love. Police. Um, I'm going to marry the like Eagles and Dragon. And, and I'm there. listening to a song today, you know. When I was just 12 years old, my daddy sat my own his knee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Listen what sort of music boy. are you listening to? Yeah, this is how it's concern. going to be. Guitar band. Who sang that? Guitar band. Guitar band. That was that song. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> Jesus, how many red wines have you had? Oh, just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I love Valence and Chains. Yeah, but then what about, I mean, new stuff? As well, there's actually a lot of stuff that I've got, like. I love um, the Eagles. War on Drugs. I love the Eagles. Oh, man. War on Drugs are on. awesome. Have you heard that at their albums? No. Brilliant. <laughs> Time Impala? Yes. Yes. Yes, it's got some good yes. stuff there. Yes. Good on vinyl. <laughs> he loves the vinyl. <laughs> I love the vinyl. I've um, got the Hooters on vinyl and lots of other bands like that. Like, the remember Hooters. all the, the Rip Snorters and the. 1980 with a bullet and all those albums. I oh, those. yes. 1982 with a bullet. 1982 with a bullet. And what 1982 out of the blue. What was the one with the pig's head on it? Remember that one? Oh, was that Rip Snorter? That was Rip oh, Snorter. Oh, no. 1982 with a bullet. With a had bullet. JJ Giles band Centrefold on there. And it had Depeche Mode, Just Can't Get Enough on there. There we go. And now 1982 we're out of the blue, which I have on vinyl, had. Um, Jay Giles band doing freeze frame on there. Yes. Uh, I had um, Jesus, he's gonna Yazoo, Only yeah. You. That was a uh, good song Ghostbusters too. by Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters. Well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a call. Yeah. I'd like to hear a bit of Goddy's music. I think actually. we should. I think we should. Can do, yeah. So, yeah, it's um, 2021's looking pretty good for me. I'm yeah. um, still going to be about playing some gigs and definitely um, – Towards the back end of the year, there'll be some more releases from me, and um, that's if I'm still around. You'll be around. <laughs> oh, you know? you'll still well, be around. So. Yeah, you'll Before still be you around. Before you pick the guitar up, Grot, um, there was something today that I, I took a photo of this, and I've had my phone, and I've been waiting to say this, but uh, 
I thought uh, I thought this was a great meme that I saw today. It says 2020 was bad, but 1914 <laughs> to 1918 yeah. and 1939 to 1945 worse, lest we forget. So yeah, it was a bad year, folks, but Grot, well, no, Grot pivoted. I definitely. And it's been yeah. a good year. It's been a good year it's for me. Been, it's been um, a good year for G. None of the health. Just for the, the, I really feel for the health. Oh, I do too. Workers and the frontline workers yeah. and all that. Yeah. But, um, geez, as far as uh, growth and all that stuff going, on, it's never been better for me. I've got fitter again and yeah, just got real family orientated with a lot of stuff. It's and, good. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm actually appreciating more now. And I, I read a book this time last year, and it was called. The Resilience Project. Oh, okay. I love that. And book. I haven't read that, that one. Absolutely changed, Resilience. completely changed my life. The way I think now. Yeah. Yep. Um, I d- generally don't really get negative or down the dumps that much, and if I do, it's not for long. That book helped me um, really value uh, just you know where we live and never. Yeah, it's never been uh, more profound. I don't think than now. You know where we live is the best. Yeah. Gotti, um, before you get the guitar too, because. Grant always likes to ask this question as well, but some words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Should we get some words of wisdom? From I, I think we should. What? No, because with the, the, basically every week we ask our guests just you know what's one tip, uh, one word of advice. What, what's worked for you? What would you pass on to our guests? And just one. yeah, word one of encouragement. Word of, well, I like this one. I'll, this is my wife gave me this one, but I actually stuck with me. She said. If, you, if things are struggling a bit sometimes and you need to, like, if you keep if you keep on doing what you've always done, you'll always get what you've got. Ooh, so yeah. I always like that line that, you know what, everyone's got the ability to change sort of what course we're on sometimes. And, you know, sometimes that that's pretty good. But I think no matter how good you've got it, you should always be trying to grow and get better at whatever you're doing. Now, for me as a guitar player or as a father or as a husband, I'm always trying to get better, so... Please, there you go. Please read the book Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Okay. Sounds like it. I should get all, mo- all mochi now and um, we'll play a Foo Fighters song because we're talking oh. about a lot of covers. All right. I don't even know if this is going to pick this up. It'll pick it up. Oh. Oh. This is hard to write. I'm a one-way boat away I'm a road that drives away And follows you back home And I I'm a streetlight shining I'm a white light blinding bright Burning off and on Times like these you learn to love again It's times like these you give and give again It's times like these you learn to live again It's times like these time and time again
dividing to stay or run away or follow you back home. Howie. Times like these you learn to love again It's times like these you go time and time again It's times like these you give and give again It's times like these times and time again Fantastic. That was amazing. My, I was actually holding my heart when you oh. were singing that. Oh, it was that amazing. That was beautiful. Yeah, and well yeah. done, Grant, for coming in on oh, that as well. That really, was brilliant. I didn't know. It, but thank you for letting me do that. Can we? What, what can we play? Let's um, do a song to finish the night off. Do you know... Um, yeah, and just thank you for coming in too, Golly, before you do, do the final song. Yeah, no worries. It was no just worries. incredible having oh, you here. Oh, it's been good tonight. And, and yeah. anyway, um, we'll do a Pearl Jam song because you, were, you like Pearl Jam, don't you? Do you know the words? I do, but I'm not a... Better man or anything like that? Uh, no. uh, What's a song that you you can sing what about pretty well? Give me some requests. You know Johnny Cash? Yes, I do. Johnny Cash. Do you know... Uh, oh, False Prison. <laughs> I was going to do Ring of Fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it away, boys. <laughs> I'm doing the mouth. Ready? Here we go. Love is a burning flame, and it makes a fire rain. I was bound like a child. My words up. Oh, the fire was wild. I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames, they went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire Trumpets Like owls meet 
I fell for you like a child The fire was wild. I fell into a burning ring of fire. It went down, 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 and the flames they went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. Your ring's on fire. My ring's on fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I fell down, down, down. Flames, they went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, 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 the ring of fire. Got a bit of a Johnny Cash thing happening there. Well done, boys. That was but awesome. But I, I, I love the Folsom Prison Blues. And, uh, did you notice that I didn't sing because I can't? No, it's okay. No, I just wanted I to, was the reason why the I did that one, I wanted to hear you do the, like. Oh, you want me to do that? Oh, but I was trying. Sounds like a rooster. That was awesome. I've got to tell you, can I just tell you something else before we wrap it off? Yes. One, um, i got to mention because it was he was talking about um, asking me what we can do <laughs> what could we talk about? I'm going. There's heaps to talk about, but one of the fun, one of the highlights of my um, uh, 2020 last year was working. I was in grade five class, and I happened to be working. My daughter was in the same class too. But uh, 25 kids and got to got good relationship with all of them, really. But there was one boy in particular. We we hit it off right at the start because he was into metal. Yes. Like he was into like I, I'd come to school and I'd go, "What top have I got on?" And I'd take my top off in a in a you know, Catholic school, and I've got Metallica with the horns up, like <laughs> going that. And he's like, going, "Whoa, Mister Hutton, I didn't know you're into metal." <laughs> so we started talking a lot about, and he's That's a really awesome. bright kid, yeah. really bright to as well academically and everything. And the funny thing is, when I got um, to the end of the year, um, you know, you're wrapping up, everyone's getting Christmas cards and lots of gifts and stuff, and. We had a secret Santa, and he was my secret Santa. Aww. So he, I landed him, and um, I didn't realise it. What he's done, he's gave me this card. He, ma- he went to so much effort, he made a card himself and he made it like out of a pop-up card. So when you open oh, it up, it popped up. Cold. And guess what? It was Eddie from oh, Mum. No, way. no, from Eddie from the mascot from um, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. So he made the monster like that guy. Oh, and he said, cool. happy birthday. Um, not happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Mr. Hutton. Thanks for a great year. And thanks for being the only other metal person in the school. <laughs> So that was my whole. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, you got your metalhead is an amazing thing to be. You yeah. can, you just can't beat it. You can't think. not beat it at all. <laughs> we love our metal. But we anyway. love our metal. Metallica. And Wasp. thank you guys Anthrax. for doing this. Um, no, thank you. This little uh, thing. It's um, I haven't listened to all of them yet, but I've got around a couple, and um, it is really interesting. I just like the the banter and stuff. It's it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. We and, do a lot of banter. Um, you notice I haven't told. Gee, she looks beautiful tonight. Or that I you're know, a handsome man tonight, either. You normally do, so I'm actually quite sad about I normally by that. do. I, and I, I was apologize. just listening to you sing, watching you going, Howie, you've got your groove back. Oh, I like Johnny 2021. Cash. 2021. You are smooth, Maybe buddy. Maybe we could do a Johnny Cash show. Oh, oh, you Johnny are Cash. smooth. We could do that. I've we seen Howie it. in a new light tonight. 
We could do that sort of show. We can do that if you want to. Jesus, I mean, I'll be the number one fan. I mean, you know, um, uh, the Sun Kings are another not Sun yeah. Kings, Sun yeah. Kings. Yeah. They Sun were fantastic, Kings, amazing, yeah. um, brilliant, and yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing that's cracked me up too about this is. All the little interviews I've done down the past, it's always pretty structured. Like, yep, oh, no, right, we this no will go there. We have Folks, no structure. There's no pens or nothing. There's no pressing no. stop, pause. No, there's nothing. <laughs> no. We just go straight. There's no editing. It's if you really want to know the truth, right, the reason why I don't do that is because I really don't know how to. <laughs> I love and, that you're so honest. And, and I'm, I am. And I cannot be bothered learning. No, we don't want to know. We just want to do it straight I don't have and time live for that shit. This is it. Let's this keep it real. real. Yep. Oh, well, it's good. Come All on, let's play some Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash to finish it off. Oh, no, I'm done. Oh, come on. People one more. are probably one going, more. I want to go to bed now. Can't we play a love song? Yes, we can. I want to hear this you. This is going to be the longest, the longest interview we've done, I think, actually, Howie. Uh, it is. Surely. All right, this is it. We're finishing right. off with this. And I want you to finish off with a round of applause, too. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Well, uh, Thanks for coming, Grotty. Let's finish it off. Until next time. Don't ask me What you know is true Don't have to tell me I'm hoping he knows this I love your precious heart I I was standing You were there Two worlds collided And they could never, ever tear us apart Oh shit That's the alarm That's the alarm going on Try and edit that out It's time for us to go, folks. Time for us to go. Someone's broken in. Thank you for (laughs) listening to us tonight. This has been a shitload of fun, and we'll see you again soon. See you guys. Bye. They probably didn't like the song. Cut. I don't know what that is. I've got to get out there and turn that off. Got the outro music going. Grog, you're awesome. The alarm's still going. Bye, folks.